Hello and welcome to the How To Be A Grown Up podcast for Grown Ups, the show where each week we discuss an aspect of modern life that any adult should really have mastered by now, but we remain baffled by. Ever had a conversation with the in-laws about tax and felt totally lost? Ever held a friend's baby and far from finding it cute, just thought it looked like an alien? Ever sat in a meeting at work and instead of paying attention to the very important PowerPoint presentation, you're just singing Return of the Mac in your head? Yeah, well, this is the podcast for you. Remember, you can get in touch at The Grown Up Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Right, well, I'm very excited today because joining us is actor, writer, video game star. I don't think I've ever introduced anyone as a video game star Ooh. before. And our dear friend, most importantly, Brian Hanford. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And coming all the way from LA. I am indeed out here in California where the sun is shining and we can't go out in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah. How are things over there? Yeah, it's good. You know, I think uh, people are coming to terms with the idea that this is serious, finally. And well, in some places more than others. But I think from what the man is saying, you know, it's going okay, and it's getting better. But I think now people are realizing like, oh, this isn't just a week or two long thing. This is, this is our life for the next uh, few months. And so that's actually making people take it you know, take the steps that we've been asked to do, which is stay inside as much as possible, wear masks when we go outside, don't be too near people, and um, don't hoard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is, has there been the, the toilet roll hoarding thing over there that's been going on over here? Man, and you can imagine, so everyone has seen the videos on YouTube, on Instagram of Black Friday in America, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what it was like for the first couple weeks of this, like people wow. fighting over toilet paper. And it's like something that I don't personally understand because we're not running out of toilet paper and toilet paper won't save you in a quarantine. It's just a weird thing. I don't understand why that's what people are gunning for. Like in the first two weeks, there was nothing on the shelves. And now you go to stores and it's pretty well stocked and you can get long life things and frozen things, but there's still no toilet paper. And I'm just so confused as to why that's the thing. However, my wife being the genius that she is, and I'm sure she's echoing many experts as well, but they say it's because with toilet paper, you may feel calmer in your subconscious because of the fact that toilet paper is seen as this is so weird but something that separates us from the animals that we take care of ourselves (laughs) hygienically and so people are like grabbing onto it because it's the last vestige of being a human and not just a wild beast that's a good way of looking at it right i'm staying with my mum for lockdown right and i thought i'd come out here and see her and i didn't want her to be on her own when i came she had like eight toilet rolls in the cupboard which isn't a lot because some people have been being by like 40 mm-hmm. and she was like oh i didn't want people to think i'm hoarding but i'm not hoarding <laughs> this is how much i would always get if you're coming to stay <laughs> don't they come in packs of eight well that's the thing is i buy my toilet paper at costco so it comes in like 48 oh. roll packs and so now oh. you know getting the odd one or two feels very much like well what am i going to do with this I mean, I'm like a toddler. I go three times a day. I eat five times a day and I have to have a nap. <laughs> Your poor mum. <laughs> Mum's pumped to have you there, I'm sure. Yeah, she loves it, man. Um, Louise. Yes. Should we hear some correspondence from people who've been in touch with the show? 
Oh yes, absolutely. Well, I want to first off give a bit of a shout out um, to someone who was listening to last week's podcast, and mm. this was because I mentioned the word period in the last podcast, and oh, basically is... Joe freaks out any time I mention boobs or period. Ooh. And massive shout out to the Go Kick Ass podcast because they're wondering why periods are such a taboo subject. Boys, go. Uh, I mean, I just look at them as the end to a sentence. But that's the American idea. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, can I just say, up until like the 18th century, they were known as the curse. Oh my God. (laughs) So, so all I'm saying, Louise, is Brian and I aren't evil. You are. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You know, maybe they're they're taboo because it's one of those, uh, one of those things you never will understand and you can't understand unless you've done it, but you still are in the presence of it all the time, if that makes sense. Especially if, you know, you're in a relationship or something. It's just like, yeah, I don't get what's going on. And I know that I never will, but somehow I feel responsible for this. Hey, Brian, so periods are like the force. Well, I mean, hey, female female power is real, man. You both... I will happily take you through what it's like being on a period and having a period if you want to get educated on it. It's not rocket science. I'm I'm sure you could and would, but I mean, I feel like that would almost trivialize because then you'd have a bunch of guys walking around being like, I know what I, I know what this is like. This is come on, get it together. Whereas now it's like the mystery keeps us from being complete dicks about it. Does it? Does it? You too, maybe. Um, (laughs) I've certainly experienced um, a lot of mansplaining when it comes to my periods. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And apparently I've been doing it wrong a lot of the time. Uh, Well, there you go. Who knew? Problem solved. Yeah. How have you been doing it wrong? Um, so the amount of times, I think my, my favorite oh. comment was the amount of times that I have to change a tampon. I should only have to do it wow. a certain amount of times, yeah. like once every eight hours. That's all true. you need to do. That's what, really true. That's what that the instructions is... say. It's not yep. really. I mean, it's right <laughs> there on the box, it. Louise. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Have you guys seen the, speaking of periods and tampons, have you seen the uh, new wave of what appear to be redneck face masks and they're just using maxi pads taped over their face yeah. here in America? Oh. It's brilliant. I yep. think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah, I guess they're going to filter out some stuff. Uh, yeah, I suppose is that how it stuff? works. Yeah, absorb it at least. <laughs> so I'm not sure it filters it out. Yeah, but what happens by the end of the day if it's very humid? Has it like really expanded? I mean, is that, is that, it covers their whole head. They don't expand like that, Joe. Not this. Oh, that's a tampon. That's isn't a it? tampon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, Louise. What I don't know about periods ain't worth knowing. All right. Wow. So that's all I'll say. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what? I think we've covered that in a nice, sensitive way, haven't we? I would like to just say thank you so much to everybody who's been rating and reviewing the podcast. If you do like it, then subscribe, rate, review it. Um, It's been amazing. We've had loads of five-star reviews and we got an email this week from Apple saying that we're on the comedy interviews chart, which is great, but... Brilliant. There is... Well, there's one... There is one thing to address, Brian. There is. We've had more periods. No periods. (laughs) We're done with the period talk for now. Um, It was quite upsetting. (laughs) this week because we yeah. did receive amongst all the five stars we received yeah. a one star 
And me and Joe have been racking our brains about what it was that caused this one star. I only shed a few tears, but I just don't know. I still think, now one of the major themes of this podcast is me slagging off the listeners and calling them thick and saying they've got nothing better to do with their lives than listen mm. to this rubbish. I just want to say to that person who gave us a one-star review, we're sorry and we hope you give us They're another chance. They're not listening chunk. anymore. No, 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 they are, Louise. And you know what? I'm not sorry. What'd it say? Like, what'd they say? Nothing. They just left one star and Ooh, went. Ooh, that's, that's almost even worse. That's like saying, I love that you can wear anything. You know, like, I love that you think you can wear anything. And then just leaving it at that, like crazy passive aggressive. Maybe just stop calling the listeners thick, Joe, and then we'll Sorry. be out of this problem. Let's get through one episode where I don't reference 20th century dictators or call the listeners thick. Let's get through that. So, Brian, anyway, you're in L.A., obviously. You've got your family living with you, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. It happened to time out extremely well actually my family my parents live in France so they were out here visiting because my stepdad actually was having some surgery and wanted to mm. recover out here so you know in case anything happened we were here to take care of him and it all went great and all went fine but of course right after he has his surgery everything starts you know hitting the fan and so they can't go back to France because France has shut its borders and is on crazy lockdown and also the doctors are like, hey, you just had surgery. You you can't afford to be getting this, uh, getting this Rona. So they're living with us for the time being, which is great, though, because also you have that feeling of like, I'm so glad that I know you're OK. I don't have to yeah. be thousands of miles away reading news about where you are. And also, you don't have to live through the pain of FaceTime and house party with family members. Oh, because... what are you talking about? My wife oh. is calling her family all that we just did a birthday party for her mom uh on house party for like three hours the other day and of course because of the time difference me and my wife were hammered at like one in the afternoon off you know a couple of bottles of champagne brilliant <laughs> just for reference brian's wife is english yep she is last time i checked so so, so me and my mum, so I've come to stay with my mum, right? So we've been doing FaceTime with my auntie, but my mum's doing FaceTime on her phone as well. So there's three separate people on the screen. But mm. like my mum is just in the kitchen and I'm on the sofa like 15 <laughs> yards away. And most of, most of our FaceTime is them trying to work out how to how use, use FaceTime. FaceTime. Yep. <laughs> that is all it is. That's all it is. And it is painful. It's rough, man. Like I've had a couple of family members do that thing of, oh, we're going to do a big Zoom chat. And they're like, I don't do Zoom. And it's like, no, like, I'll just send you the link. Just join in. No, no, I, I can't figure that out. That it's it's too young for me. I'm good. And it's like, so you'd too rather young. just not talk to us than yeah. <laughs> go on Zoom and use some kind of new technology. So how have you guys been distracting yourself? Well, uh, that's a tough question because... <laughs> <laughs> there's not much distraction like it's amazing how I work a lot like I'm writing a lot so that helps because I have mm. all this time but I work from home most of the time anyway and mm. so now it's just the same but with more people around and those people are you know my closest family and so you know family is lovely but it's also it can get quite tenacious sometimes as with anyone <laughs> if you live in like you guys have to stay inside so it's now just trying to work as much as I can 
watch a lot of movies and TV, do as many push-ups as I can handle, which is like six. And uh, <laughs> I play a lot of video games because, again, what else are you going to do? Well, talking about video games, that is our topic this week, gaming in general, seeing as mm. you are the experts. Yes. So what games have you been playing? I play a lot of FIFA. Um, yes. It's just, it's always been a game that I've loved and especially because, you know, I have always been like decent at it and competing at a pretty high level. So that makes me want to do it more and more and more. Um, but now because everyone else is stuck at home doing the same stuff there's a lot more people that are really good at it out there which is hurting my ego a little bit uh but yeah i've been playing fifa i've been playing call of duty obviously i've been playing some devil may cry in a really narcissistic way uh but i don't know know what that is it's like devil may cry is the game is the the game series that brian stars in Mm -hmm. oh that's the one fine i do see your updates on instagram all the time Wait to be a good friend, Louise. <laughs> it's all right. I skipped past your video this morning as well. I'll be skipping, so don't worry. Yeah, I mean, I try and play as many games as I can just so that I have a good frame of reference for what I'm talking about. Because when I do, you know, I do game reporting as well and hosting and presenting in that space. And even though you can't play every game, it's good to at least have some kind of reference for it. So I try and spread my wings a little bit. But for the most part, it comes back to things like FIFA and Call of Duty and the classics. So let's talk about what games you played as a kid, because this is one of my favourite mm. topics. Reminiscing about computer games. I, I used to love my N64, the Mario oh, games. So good. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time is my favourite game of all time. What did you play really? when you were a kid? Giant pass on Zelda. And I'll tell you for why. What? I was terrible at it. Uh, oh, so man. I have a personal vendetta against anything that I'm not good at. Didn't like <laughs> Zelda, but loved Super Smash Bros on N64. Yes. I was a big, uh, also original Nintendo player with Duck Hunt because it had the gun and I'm American, so that makes sense. Uh, (laughs) I loved, there was this game, like super throwback called Oregon Trail on computers that were in like my elementary school. And it was, you know, the worst graphics, the weirdest little tales. It looked like the video game that the kid plays at the beginning of Big, but that was an absolute fire game you got to choose like are you gonna have a meager a medium or a hefty meal and people would starve to death or get like dysentery it was really intense for a kid but awesome wow uh and then game boy like game boy i took it everywhere because you know i did a lot of traveling when i was a kid um both like you know vacation but also because my parents were living in two different uh parts of the state so i did a lot of train rides and car journeys and stuff so playing pokemon on that i was just addicted uh we were talking about this actually like before the pod brian and i and there was so there was three different versions of pokemon that came out originally pokemon blue originally so pokemon blue and pokemon red and then pokemon yellow yep and you started uh, so you started with uh, uh squirtle on blue is it charizard on red no you, you still got the choice of bulbasaur right. squirtle or charizard <laughs> no uh, pikachu no I Pikachu. literally have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, Louise, honestly. <laughs> I if probably anybody... shouldn't have been on this podcast. <laughs> but listen, if there's anybody listening <laughs> who understands, that moment when Bulbasaur or Pikachu evolve, uh, I'm not ashamed to admit I cried. <laughs> yeah, and it's like genuinely one of the hardest decisions ever in the original ones choosing who you're going to pick. Like I always pick yeah. 
Charizard. And then after I beat it a few times, I started playing with the other ones. But it was really like, man, this is going to affect my life. If yeah. I get this choice wrong, oof, it's it's going to be a real dark time for me. Louise, what did you play as a kid? I can't imagine you holding a game controller. Really? I mean, I've got a Switch at the minute, which I love, and I play ooh. Mario Kart a lot. Ah, um, Mario Kart, great. And back in the day, it was all about Sonic the Hedgehog, Super mm. Mario again. Um, Sega Genesis, shout out. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, that's that's kind of where my favorites were and it's not really changed over well great news for you louise the third installment of the game series that i am part of uh devil may cry 3 is now available on switch so oh yeah yeah just go out there and show your support so that they want to make a six and bring me back (laughs) send me the link because i'll definitely forget oh yeah oh yeah but Louise, we've had some people, we haven't had people writing in because it's 2020, but some people have been in touch talking about what they used to play, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this would have helped if I was organised and had them up. Um, this, Brian, can I just wow. say that? This is the first episode where we've actually, we're like 15 episodes in. You're the first person we've done proper preparation for. Really? Oh, man. That's <laughs> not going so, very well. <laughs> so nice of you because I did no preparation yeah. for you at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly thank you i'd like to think you've been preparing your whole life for this podcast you know you could you could say that because really it's just a culmination of my desires talent and just sheer willpower that i can sit in a room for hours on end and barely move anything but my thumbs <laughs> that's a real skill <laughs> uh, you're damn right it is and now with like ps4 and xbox controllers you got to throw in those four fingers on the r and l buttons like I don't want to flex too hard in front of your audience, but I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> That's the problem, I think, with modern computer games, and I find this on FIFA, is there's too much, there's too many different buttons to press at once. Aww. Like, I Once I've learned what I've learned, that's it. My brain just doesn't have room for anything else. I, I genuinely feel like, and I'm a firm, firm believer in this, Like, because I also grew up you know, playing all the button smashers in arcades, you know, like Mortal Kombat Mm -hmm. and Soul Calibur and all that shit. And I think that unless you are taking it really serious and you're a professional, but games should be kind of like bowling, you know, like when you go bowling with your friends, everyone should have that chance of being able to win just by pressing a certain amount of buttons. You know, like how many times were you playing Blitz in an arcade and people were just hitting every button possible and somehow they won? It's like, I go bowling with, my wife and like friends and the last time we went bowling sarah destroyed us like it wasn't even close i'm i'm a big believer that there should be that opportunity for you know just random success within gaming and i randomly win every now and again when i play against my boyfriend yep when i got bowser wait you use bowser in mario kart i know right tell me about it what do you mean (laughs) he's the slowest one possible no, he's not. But he, like, destroys other people. I uh, win when I'm on You shouldn't have to hit other people. You should be able to just skip round them with, with, I don't know. Who's quick? Like, Toad? Toad's Toad quick, is right? the fastest. Peach Give is pretty quick then. as well. Peach, Toad, fine. I always, I always right. go with Toad. Also, uh, Yoshi's pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to mix it up. I've never played with Toad, so I'll play with Toad, Toad later. Man. And I'll let and, you know. And Toad's, like, super killer as well. Okay, all right. 
Playing with Toad sounds like a euphemism again. Louise texted me earlier. She was like, sorry, I'll be away a while. I'm just going to play my flute. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, hell, hello. <laughs> This is one of those things in isolation. I haven't played my flute for like, I mean, an actual flute we're talking here. I mean, a musical instrument. There's also that element of like, unless you are, you know, first chair in an orchestra, I don't believe that you play flute anyway. So I think you're talking about something different. Like after high school, maybe college, if you play like one of those out there, and everybody plays the guitar, but like if you're like, oh, I'm just going to go, you know, casually practice the oboe. I, I feel like that's not a sentence you hear too often. No people are casually just like, I'm going to go out on the patio and kick it with the French horn. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I when I was back in my musical theatre days, there was many shows where I played my flute on stage. <laughs> wow! <Yeah. that> must, <laughs> I wonder how many lads turned up because they were just like, oh, have you heard? In, in this show, Louise plays on flute. So there's like 20 guys, and then it's like, oh, it's yeah. an actual flute. You know she's legit, because that breath control with the flute. Oh, wait, that's what you mean? Oh. <laughs> I wonder why it emptied at the interval. Ah, well. <laughs> oh, one show and got something different. Louise, correspondence. Oh, yes. So... <laughs> Uh, hello to Dr. Zesty, which is the best name ever. Um, Dr. Zesty used to play Sonic 2 and Super Smash Bros. Um, Ooh, quality. Also... Shout out Dr. Zesty, by the way. Thank you to all our doctors, nurses, and uh, first responder staff out there. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, quick Corona I'm, PA. I'm with, no, I'm with you, I'm with you. I'm totally. I'm just not entirely sure if Dr. Zesty is an actual doctor. But... I, I do not think they are a medical doctor, but you know. Also, a shout out to David, Sega Mega Drive, Sonic 2. Yes. Lots See, of Sonic fans. Can't, can't shout out David, don't know what he does. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Se- Serapho of Hell, Seraph of Hell, said they've been playing Kingdom Hearts, Devil May Ooh, Cry. Nice. Um, yes. Uh, Skyrim, Doom. I used to play Doom Ooh. on my dad's computer when I was like seven oh, and it must have been like an Duke eight Nukem. game. Yes. Yeah. And Duke Nukem was so good. Right, Louise, I don't know if you ever played this, but Duke Nukem had bull, uh, balls in it. Jesus, that's a Freudian slip. <laughs> boobs. Duke Nukem boobs. had boobs in it, not balls. Yeah. So you'd see like boobs in like eight bit graphics. Yep. The best wow. way to see boobs. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's but, like, you know, turning to that channel that, you know, you shouldn't really be turning to and it's fuzzy, but every now and then you get that little, that, that one clear image and then it immediately goes away. That was, ah, that's crazy to kids. I mean, like not to hijack that conversation, but like kids don't have to try anymore, which seems like such a mind blowing thing to me. Like they literally see most of it on Instagram anyway, but if you really want to see nakedness, I mean, it's, two clicks away whereas back in the day it was like you were searching high and wide it's all right you had to hope your mum didn't need the telephone as well otherwise it cut off the internet oh were, man louise were you watching porn as well sorry <laughs> were you what trying to watch porn too like brian was and not no me? i'm just aware of what was going on did, brian did you used to watch or wait for the midnight preview <laughs> what was that I mean, what are you? T- of course, like what? Is, what? <laughs> yeah, of course purpose? he does. Like, oh, in I don't high know school. this. What is this? Ah, oh, Louise, you're missing out. See, this is one of those like is it terrible tragedies. Now? What they don't need it now. 
Oh, yeah, okay. there's too much. It's everywhere. Fine. Like, I mean, it has never been a better time to be a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. So the Midnight Preview, Louise, used okay. to be on, say, the Playboy channel, the adult channel, right, when Sky uh, Digital first came to the UK, and I'm sure there's, like, similar ones in the US. Mm-hmm. It was obviously, like, pay, pay pers- like uh, subscriptions, which were a lot of money. It was, like, £20, because, like Brian says, you couldn't really get porn easily then, apart from dirty mags, or if you wanted to watch it on the internet, the internet was so slow, it was dial-up. So <laughs> yeah. you would be, like, literally, from the time between it would take for a picture to buffer... It would be 20 minutes between seeing the woman's head and seeing anything good. Um, so, so, no, I mean, her head's good, but the bit that you're after, anyway. Look, right? so, so, the midnight preview from 12 to 12.05, and then again on the hour, every hour, there was a five-minute preview of some of what you could enjoy if you uh, would pay that £20 a month subscription. Oh, so, so, you used to wake my... up. Me and my friend Luke used to wait up when we were like 13, 14. And we used to wait up and like literally one of us would sit near the door so we could hear if his parents were coming downstairs because we'd snuck out of bed just to watch the midnight preview. Wow. It was desperate times, Louise. You have to understand. <laughs> yeah. we had to, it, was, it was essentially just like, it was worse than this quarantine. You know, like we were in the trenches <laughs> taking grenades, just trying to get our eyes on the prize. How awful would it be if you were in quarantine back then? I, this is oh. I, I struggle with this in Family such an fair. intense way. Like I just think about the fact that forget forget porn and and all that whatever. Imagine not even that long ago, like fifteen years ago, being in quarantine with dial up internet when oh, everyone yeah. is on that same internet. It would it it would just not work. And then you have no. like twenty five channels to watch. None of it's on demand only the movies that you have in your house so it's all vhs's and if you watch them too much they're going to break anyway i mean like and that was only 15 years ago you go back to the early 90s or the 80s what the fuck are you doing all day like people would have gone <laughs> insane people would have gone insane there's only so much parcheesi you can play before you kill somebody <laughs> so brian you're in a very happy marriage correct yeah. <laughs> quite an aggressive way to ask it's a loaded loaded question but absolutely the question is is she but yes i am <laughs> we're gonna talk to her on another podcast it'll be fine um but genuinely seeing as you have a lot of time to spend playing video games now how does that get affected being in a relationship do things change when that happened do you have to be a bit more mindful no no. All right, fine. There we because, go. Because, and I'll tell you why, the, it's not no as in like, I'm not more mindful. Like, it's just splitting time because I have the PS4 in our bedroom so that, you know, people can still use the living room and the patio without watching me play video games. But also, you know, my wife is, she is a person that works her butt off because she loves working hard. And so this is a hard time you know, I think for all of us, but especially for her, because she's like, I want to be out there working and I want to be out there doing things. And so, you know, for the most part, if she needs the space, I'm like, yeah, I can shut it down and come back to it later. But mostly she's, you know, in the same boat. Like she's, she did a thousand piece puzzle in like four hours yesterday. You know, like she's, I think she's in that same boat that we all are of just like, whatever you need to do to get through this time without stabbing someone like that's, that's what you need to do. And for me, sometimes that's video games. For her, it may be puzzles. We do, you know, walks with our dog. 
which helps a lot. And sometimes, you know, just to drive, like that's one thing that I love that we can still do that I hear you guys can't is like, I can just drive up the coast for an hour, not get out of my car or anything, but just drive up the coast, mm. look at the sun and then come back and yeah. ah, I feel rejuvenated and refreshed. I think this is so much easier for people like us because Brian, like you say, you're a writer and you do a lot of voiceover stuff anyway. So you're used to working from home. Um, Louise and I are often out of work or being fired. <laughs> mm. So we're, we're used to working from home anyway. Yep. Um, I heard James, James McAvoy gave an interview and he said he was talking to a friend of his who's like a perennially out of work actor and was like, how are you finding lockdown? He was like, it's awesome, man. For once in my life, I'm at exactly the same stage as Benedict Cumberbatch. And it's like, that's, that's kind of how I feel. Like, yeah. Man, what this is, a this is, spin. This is the most successful Louise and I have ever been, man, right? We're just as good as everybody else. In Zone Central, that's amazing. <laughs> Louise, should we hear from Nina and Peter? In my younger days, as there wasn't video games, it was playing with friends in the street like What's the Time, Mr Wolf, um, ball games, skipping handstands, playing in the park with friends and um, having our, our little picnic of jam sandwiches and orange squash. Then we used to go down to the mill with our um, fishing nets and jam jars and spent the whole afternoon there and all then back in time for tea. Uh, big time oh flex God. from Nina being like, yeah, I used to play with friends and not social distance. Yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Lucky you. Must have been nice, <laughs> Nina. Also, Louise, so your your mum sounds like she grew up in an Enid Blyton novel. When I first moved to London, she used to come down and she'd make pack-ups and she'd have jam, jam sandwiches, sandwiches and orange and squash. Like, She'd want to bring all that stuff and be like, oh, this is how we used to do it. She's learned now, but it was so cute. I like I like but the idea. I don't, I don't know what you asked her, like what was the basis for that recording, but pretty much everything she said, you cannot do right now. <laughs> like no playing with friends, no going to the mill, no picnics out, you know, no playing in the streets. Well, when I was a kid, we used to play a game called Bums, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So... Wow, you, you bend, you you bend over, bite oh, the God. pillow, and think of England. No, um, so so what, so what you would do, right, is bums would be like there's lots of variations on it, but it might be like you've got a football and you've got to kick the football and try and hit a coke can or something. Like we we were we were working with what we had, or you're maybe taking penalty kicks, and then when you lose, the person who loses then has to turn around and face the wall and everybody else takes it in turn to kick the ball and try and hit them on their bum so that was bums yep <laughs> you know it's like i'm it for better or worse we're in a different time now but even when we were growing up there's a whole lot of things that are like wow that that that's assault that that's <laughs> yeah questionable roughhousing right there all right should we hear from dad hi lou hi joe you asked if I ever played video games and what were my favorites. Now, my recollection of playing video games probably dates back as early as the 1970s. Um, pre to home consoles, games such as Ping Pong and Space Invaders were released in arcades, if I remember correctly. And I remember playing them when I was on family holidays. Now, the first home consoles we had were in the mid to late 90s when we brought um, Lou and um, Hannah, a Sega Mag Mega Drive and later a Super Nintendo. 
And my favourite game of all time has to be Space Invaders on Nintendo. But I also remember things such as Super Mario, Yoshi and Sonic the Hedgehog. I feel like there was, you know, and maybe this is quarantine brain, but I feel like there was a little bit of that. I've been around video games for longer than you've been a twinkle in your mother's eye. You know, like there's there's definitely a knowing like, oh, I back in the day we knew video games. You know, I feel like I feel like Peter feels he he did it. You know, he's like, no, I I mastered those two games. I've peaked. I'm done now. I think I think it's the he was there at the start. He was there when it all started. And what we've got now, what's that? Yeah, he's very much like he was Moses bringing down the tablet. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's P Peter Gookie, the the Moses. I, I would say prophet, but that's maybe a slight contentious word. Yeah, contentious. <laughs> Yeah, the mo the Moses of the computer game industry. Louise, have you learned anything from talking to Brian about how to be a grown up? Um, no, I don't think I have. Um, no, wow. hold on. My notes just say gaming, periods, porn. That's all my notes. That's all my notes. Pretty say. much in I that order. I yeah. Yeah, I think I think I've learned from Brian Hanford. One of my lessons I've learned: if you are going out and you can't find a face mask, a a sanitary towel or a maxi pad, as, as you call it in the US, will suffice in some situations. Mm -hmm. Brian, do you have any general advice for people who would like to be better adults and handle this situation of quarantine like a grown-up? Absolutely. Okay, the real <laughs> advice is know that it's happening to everyone else too. Yeah. And the secondary advice is fucking deal with it because we all got to deal with it and get through it faster <laughs> so that I can get out of this fucking place and you can too and we can only do that if you follow the goddamn rules but you know no no it's all peachy keen we're gonna do it united together <laughs> that was amazing that was like witnessing your split personalities having a conversation <laughs> we've learned from Brian that do you know what we're all mm -hmm. in it together and everyone needs to follow the rules buy sanitary towels yep. or pads or whatever they're called please don't please Louise don't bulk please don't bulk buy them they're needed for half the population almost well louise if you were using <laughs> them properly then you wouldn't be getting well, through I so many i don't, I don't use them i use a, a moon cup there you go i'll let you think about that one wow. oh my god a moon cup a moon cup sounds quite nice that sounds gross <laughs> oh my goodness what are you talking cup. about all i can see in my head now is like a shot glass filled with unmentionables oh what, my mean, god blood. a moon cup that is just oh my ridiculous god. you need to get over it boys it's very hygienic ah, i'm over it it's you're just you're just easy making to it use, and i love you're it taking it to that next level easy to use <laughs> Can I also say that priapic teens who've been using this time off school to enjoy masturbatory pleasure, yeah. you don't know you're born because Brian and I had to wait for the midnight preview. Yep. So that's all I'm saying. If you're wanking yourself to an early grave, then listen, we <laughs> suffered for you. That was a big article. That was a big article here in America is that masturbation increases your white blood cell count. So get on it. Hey, listen, Brian, it has been so much fun. Thank Seriously, you. thank you for taking the time to talk to us. It's been a blast. Man. Thank you for having me so much. Can I ask you one last thing, please? Anything you like, Joe. Can I ask you to say, subscribe to the podcast <laughs> in your Devil May Cry voice? Mm. All right. Any specific, uh, any specific phrasing that you'd like? 
how to be a grown-up or is there a way that you sign off yeah so let's do well like um rate review and subscribe, and subscribe yeah. to the podcast oh. <clears throat> yeah right no hang on hang on louise um, what do we want brian to say we, louise we we've got really oh, we should have thought about this we've got a professional we've got a professional voice actor here louise, well let's do like, like, a, like a proper sign off like we won't say anything we'll just get brian to say like thanks for listening yeah, so why not? Um, thanks for listening. You can follow us at the Grown Up Plot. Pl- oh, not Plod. <laughs> thanks for thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening. You can uh, wow. follow us at the Grown Up Pod. Please subscribe and rate to the podcast. And Maybe we should just let Man. Ryan do it. That, it's just called. That was that, that was like that? a long. All right, here we go. I'm gonna try and remember it at the Grown Up Pod. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm. Mm, yeah, <laughs> this is like my Marvin Gaye beginning of Let's Get It On voice as well. Mm. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Grown Up Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe as soon as you can now. <laughs> amazing listen brian thanks so much man that was awesome of course absolutely thank you so much for having me on i absolutely love doing this and what a joy to not be you know staring at a wall 